This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. The volume. You gotta listen to it. It's funny. I know you're talking about. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Inside the Garage podcast. I'm Kyle Allison Walker. KJ Wallace, Connor Radigan, and Cam Hart. So today is Big NFL Sunday. Uh, we got the Chiefs versus the Bengals up first, and then. Rams versus the 49ers. Everybody's picks. Bengals and Chiefs. I think I got Chiefs, bro. I don't know. I think I was thinking about a question like the Brady versus Mahomes thing, and I can I can see how like a lot of people would say Mahomes. Hopefully, will have a better career than Brady, but that's hard, obviously. But I think he's going to be a great quarterback, and I think um, he's a lot better than Joe Barrow, in my opinion. Dang. <laughs> no, I, I, I think right now he is right now he's definitely better and he probably will always be better than Joe Burrow um, for that game I'm gonna go Chiefs but I wouldn't mind seeing the Bengals win it's kind of up in the air for me really I'm gonna just I'm gonna say Bengals like I mean America City I mean I'm not America City America's team everybody's been talking about the Bengals Jamar Chase I mean he's been popping off every game Joe Burrow I kind of see Joe Burrow do his thing especially because Tom Brady just retired so trying to see somebody <laughs> trying to see somebody take over <laughs> Holmes. You don't think Mahomes gonna take over? <laughs> I'm tired of Mahomes, bro. He's <laughs> been around for like five bro, years. I'm tired of him, bro. I'm tired of him already. I'm tired of Brady. I want to see, see Joe Burrow do it. Oh, yeah. And my girl from Cincinnati, too. So. Oh, yeah, true. Right. I, like, I, I think I'm going with the Chiefs. I think the, Bengals, I think the Bengals cover. I think they make it closer than a lot of people think. The only thing that is worrying me about that is that uh, Joe Burrow said, like, the SEC stadiums were louder than arrowhead or like any nfl stadium so i think he like kind of put a target on his back in that sense so and tower mm-hmm. Matthew just got cleared to play oh he did yeah yeah oh, oh. <laughs> Dang. Wait, that's cool. bangles, bro. That's kind of crazy i didn't i didn't know he said that he said yeah. it this week didn't did yeah, hear that he either. said it like yeah he said he was like i played in the sec like like it's nothing compared to the sec because somebody asked him like are you ready for arrowhead like how loud it's gonna be Something about Joe Burrow's aura. Like, I saw a video of him walking to the stadium. Did y'all see that video? No. It's a video of him walking to the stadium. Like, it just came out. Now I'm like, bro, this dude has, like, something different about him. Like, you know, yeah, he's, like, black he's swaggy, bro. You got to do it. Black people are like, uh, like, uh, yeah, he's invited to the cookout. Like, he's definitely invited to the cookout. Him and Connor. Him and Connor got to play at the cookout. Him and Connor got to play. On the knees, bro. On the knees. So, Rams, Niners, who y'all got? 
Uh, I got 49ers, bro. Really? Oh, I mean, uh, Rams. My bad, my, bad, uh, my, bad, my, bad, my bad. That was stupid. That was stupid. I was thinking about uh, Garoppolo. I feel like he performed the worst, like, last week's games. Didn't throw any touchdowns. Really got bailed out by defense and special teams. So, I mean, unless he that adds fuel to the fire, I just feel like the Rams is easily going to win this game. I think the Rams are going to win convincingly because you guys watched the regular season game. The Rams were up like 17-0. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the 49ers came back and won. So I think, one, I think the Rams are better. Two, they don't want to do that again. You know, I think they're going to want to try to come out fast and, and win by like a wide margin. So I definitely think I got the Rams. Yeah, I'm going to take the Rams too. I think um, the passing attack they got with Odell, Cooper Cup, like all those guys. Cam Akers too, they've been running the ball well lately too. So I mean, like I really just feel like that offense is just going to take over today. And I don't know if San Francisco is going to be able to keep up with that. So And Benny, shout out Benny Sco. <laughs> Benny Sco. Shout out Big Ben. <laughs> hey. I think I'm going to go Niners just because like, mm. uh, like you said, Jimmy Garoppolo didn't play his best last week and they still won. So like if he played yeah. better today, and their defense plays really good. But Cooper Cup's unstoppable right now. But and like seeing everybody when they walk out the locker room with the boombox with the boombox like, and Trent Williams, it's hard. Yeah, that's, like, hard. that's hard to root really against. Yeah, <laughs> I know. What song did they end up coming out they to did, last they, week? They, they super good. Oh, who do y'all got win the matchup between Debo and Ramsey? Mm. Debo back to me, bro. I'm gonna be real with you. He what? He had back yeah. to me now. He's not no receiver. Like I mean, he a receiver, but like he does more damage to me in the backfield now. Gotcha. But, I mean, I'm surprised more people don't do that with like their best players. Like just put them anywhere. Mm. Like Tyree Kill, you know? Yeah, like Tyree Kill, like put like Cooper Cup in the backfield or something. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, like you your best <laughs> players, like don't just pigeonhole them to like slot receiver or something yeah. like that. Yeah. It's hard to say who's gonna win that matchup because like KJ said he plays he running plays back. everything. Yeah. yeah. So like he's not gonna be who lines up, I assume Ramsey will be over him. Mm. But at running back, I mean, he can't, can't really guard can. him. <laughs> Ramsey at linebacker guard him. That's very unlikely, very unlikely. But I really want to see Jalen Ramsey versus Jamar Chase. Hope to God that happens. Mm. That would be fun That'd to watch. That would be, I would be locked in every single play. I would watch the entire game. <laughs> I, I watched watch a second of that. An interview from Devo Samuel, and he was like, the question was, uh, do you watch any, any other receiver in the league's tape? And he was like, there's no other receiver in the league that plays like me, so why the hell would I watch their tape? And I was like, oh, bro, that's wild. That's I mean, wild, bro. It's true. Yeah. 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 That's one of the shit, talent. And Devo's like the most interesting player in the NFL. Like, this dude is unstoppable. It's like he's playing yeah. backyard football out there. He's like Pablo mm-hmm. Sanchez from back, backyard football. <laughs> that's, that's, just get a rock anywhere. Just get a rock anywhere. Pablo You're going to make Sanchez, some shake. Just get a rock anywhere. <laughs> so, obviously, biggest news in sports, I think, like, it was it was announced that Tom Brady retired. Bye. But then he's like, I didn't retire. So, uh, just on the topic of Tom Brady, I was thinking, like, NFL without Tom Brady, that's going to be weird because that's, like, the only NFL I remember. Yeah, yeah I'm sure mm-hmm. it's the only NFL any of us remember. Like, like, what's NFL it? I know. What's y'all greatest Tom Brady memory? Y'all think? Uh, I would say like against the Falcons because I I grew up in Atlanta, but I'm not a I'm not a Falcons fan. Like I hated yeah. the Falcons growing up. Facts. I mean, I just never really grew up a Falcons fan, but that one Super Bowl, I was at a Super Bowl watch party with a bunch of Falcons fans, and at halftime, like everybody's celebrating, and I'm like, I'm sitting myself sitting on the couch like by myself. I'm like, this don't feel right. Like don't something, feel right. Something's don't about feel that. right. <laughs> it don't feel right. And then obviously. All that stuff happened. I think Julian Edelman had like one of the greatest catches in the NFL history. Caught the ball. Yeah, also crazy. Julio in that game too. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, yeah. that's that was one of the greatest catches I've ever seen. It was crazy. 
That was a good game. Yeah, that was a great game. Crazy, such a fun game to watch. Um, of course, Atlanta sports choking. <laughs> but this year, I mean, this year we did our thing, though. Did our thing. I watched that, that same game. This is probably one of my most memorable Brady moments, too. I watched that game at Micah's house, Micah mm-hmm. McNeil. And it was just us, too. And at halftime, he's like one of the biggest Brady fans. And at halftime, he was pissed. And I, and I was I was just like, I don't care because Brady had always beat the Ravens. And then I wasn't a Falcons fan. So I was like, I don't care what. I just yeah. want to see a good game. But um, he was pissed. And then, like, I don't remember the sequence, but they started to come back. And he, like, he started crying. Like, the first <laughs> touchdown, he was crying. The next touchdown, he was, like, like sobbing. <laughs> he was, like, screaming at the TV, at Snapchat, bro. It was the funniest stuff ever, bro. It was just me and him. And he's screaming, crying, like, celebrating. Oh it was God, the most, like, so moment ever, damn. bro. That was probably it. My favorite Brady moment <laughs> um, is when, let's say, I, I think... Did he lose the Eagles in the Super Bowl in 2018? Is that when is that he lost? Mm. Shut up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite memory is Tom Brady losing to Nick Foles this guy. in the 2018 Super Bowl <laughs> to the Philadelphia Eagles. That was the greatest day of my life. I was watching him lose, and I was like, let's go. Then, yeah, that's my, that's my favorite Brady memory right there, that one. You could choose a losey game for your yeah. favorite Brady memory. Yeah, that's, 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 cra- that's crazy you say that. It's crazy you say that because I was just going to say, my most memorable, even though I've, I've turned into a Tom Brady fan over the years, I first started off hating Tom Brady. Like, yeah, I hated I Tom Brady. And I remember, vividly remember, uh, should be 2008 when they played the Giants in the Super Bowl. Mm. With Eli Manning, when Dan uh, Tyree yeah, made yeah. that catch. Yeah. Like, that was like mm-hmm. the first moment where I've actively remember cheering against Tom Brady. I was like, I hate Tom Brady. I was like, Plastic Birds made a catch. I'm like, let's go. I run around my living room. Like, I'm hype. I'm, I'm just live. I'm just like, I hate Tom Brady so much. And over after a while, I'm like, <laughs> I got you, can't, you can't argue with greatness, bro. You can't argue with greatness. Like after a while, I'm like, it's amazing to see what he's done. Yeah, I saw a stat that said he was in. He's been in 12 percent of all Super Bowls of all time. 12. Yeah, that's crazy. He's never had a reason losing record. 12 percent of all Super Bowls. Yeah, it's OD. And he did exactly what that's he wanted OD. to do. Everyone's like, oh, assistant quarterback, whatever. Which obviously I don't agree with anyway. Mm. Then he goes, oh yeah, I'll leave. I'll go to Tampa Bay. We didn't make the playoffs the year before. I will win it with them. And then, like, what else? What else do you need to see? It was very close to sure. He's LeBron of of football. Because yeah. you can go anywhere and win. Yeah, and that's, that's harder to do in football. Everybody knows that. Yeah. So it was. Um, I read a uh, tweet. It was a stat. It was like uh, Brady's first game at Michigan. He lost to Notre Dame. And his last game, well, supposedly his last game, because who knows if he's retired or not, but he lost to Benny Sko. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 But shout out to the GOAT. Obviously, consensus GOAT. Everybody agreed he's a GOAT. In football? Football. Yeah. For sure. All time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I guess. Yeah. I can't argue with that. Who yeah. would be the most arguable person, though? Which you, like, debatable? Yeah. I don't know. That's hard, bro. Yeah. That's, that that's how you hard. know you're, that's how you know you got it, bro. He wins. <laughs> so so it's like clearly. It, there's not even a person that's a close second. Well, he has more rings than every franchise. Like, yeah. Himself. That's yeah. Nice. By himself. Yeah. By himself. That's like, crazy. Bro, I don't know. I, I can't think of a single person who may be a close second. Maybe Manny. That's what in I our lifetime, thinking. maybe, but who knows? I mean, Steve Young's got four, he but he's winning, not. He's winning off the field too, bro. <laughs> think about <laughs> that. Y'all saying this, bro. bro That's the second that. time saying this on this pod. Bro, think about that. He's a goat. Bro. He's yeah. actually a goat. Think it's about crazy. that. Yeah, he got it, bro. He's like that. So on the topic of Tom Brady, obviously synonymous with Gronk, 
Gronk is always with Tom somehow, some way, always winning Super Bowls. Uh, if Gronk retires as well, is he a top three tight end ever? I saw like a graphic on this the other day, and I'm like, there's been some good ass tight ends. Like there's been some Tony Gonzalez, Kellen yeah, Winslow, yeah. Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp. Ooh, I forgot about Shannon Sharp. Who did I say Antonio earlier? Antonio Gates. Antonio, Antonio Gates. Gates. Antonio yeah. Gates. Yeah. There we go. Um, like if you go back to like 2013 and look at Gronk's stats, like it's crazy. Bro, prime Gronk is probably the best. Uh, well, obviously he was the tight end of our generation, but it's probably some of the best tight end play I've ever seen in my life, bro. Mm -hmm. You can say, mm -hmm. yeah, his stats kind of say it too. Well, they definitely say yeah. it. Yeah. You know? So, mm -hmm. well, what is he ranked number wise? I haven't seen it. Where is he? I, I haven't looked at the numbers. Uh -oh. I just think from performance and on the field play for sure. I would say. Just out of respect, I would say Tony Gonzalez one, Antonio Gates or Gronk at two, hundred percent. Antonio Gates is uh, good. Yeah, he's he really good. good. Yeah, he's really good. This might be a sensitive subject still, but like Aaron Hernandez was like hella good. Yeah, like, he was forget. like Kyle, he was like Kyle Pitts before Kyle Pitts. People forget he was athletic. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, how good Aaron used to line Hernandez up at number one receiver and slot. Yeah, and slot. yeah. That's true. both of them. That's crazy. What do you? What do you think? Oh yeah, they, was oh, both they were the same, same team. team. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. That's like having Cole Komet and Michael Mayer. Yeah. That's just like having yeah. <laughs> a bunch of creative players on your team. I mean, I just looked it up. Jason Witten was pretty good tight end, too. Forgot about um, Jason Witten. Jason Witten. Played, he did it for a long time, too. A Todd lot of time. was really good, too. Toddy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, some, there's some sneaky good uh, tight ends, but I think Gronk still got the number. Yeah, I think so. And I think just like his presence makes him top picks. Like he's one of the most like enjoyable guys that the league's ever had. Yeah. Like he's always been like fun, like everybody like jokes around like Gronk, like you know, sixty nine, like all the like, stupid childish stuff. He's like, <laughs> and it was nothing <laughs> BS at Arizona, bro. Hundred percent. Have you seen the picture of him uh, on his recruiting visit? Like it was on a Saturday. They had like a Saturday morning game, and like he's heard team at the game. Yeah, he's definitely going to be I think he's top three. I think he's top three. For sure. Hey, didn't you meet him uh, at the uh, opening? Oh, yeah, I did. He was actually really chill. For us, cool. I was, well, I was, I was, I was like fanboy. I was like, "Hey, Mr. Gronk, can I get picked?" <laughs> Mr. Gronk. I just call Mr. Gronk. He was big as hell. I didn't know he was that big. Is he bigger than Mike? Well, he's probably taller yeah. than Mike, but he's like six five and a half, like two sixty five. Mm. Mm. That's like Mike. That's his, that, that is Mike. Mike. <laughs> that is Mike. <laughs> Mike's That's like baby Gronk. That's baby, baby Gronk. Gronk. How would y'all feel being his brother though? They both played in the NFL. And oh, it, he had a brother. Oh. Two. Oh, two that played in the league. Yeah. I mean, no one even knows them. Dude, I'm not hating. Like, I'm not hating. It's just like <laughs> some, some brothers are more good than others. <laughs> I just hope. I just hope I'm the one. Sorry, Quentin. I love you. <laughs> but, nah, I don't think like TJ Watt, JJ Watt, obviously two great DMs, but then there's Derek Watt who plays fullback. But like, I don't think Derek Watt's like, damn, I wish that was me. <laughs> but there has to be something because I mean, yeah. even when you have siblings, you always want to compete against them. Okay. And then they've had, they were considered a lot better than you their entire NFL career. And yeah. I don't even know if Derek's the oldest or not, but even when even it wouldn't even matter so exactly. that has to be like something that adds to his competitive spirit if i had a brother in the and league, he plays on the same team i bet yeah if i had a brother in the league i'd want it to be kind of like the bosa brothers like they both yeah. they're both, both live balling. like it's not even like that it's just like we both killing shit so yeah that's how Facts. i want it to be
Yeah, that would suck though. I mean, that like it would like you'd be, it would, ha- you'd it would be, be happy, yeah, for your sibling. But like Sean <laughs> is always like that much better than you. I'd be like, damn, I'm like, damn. <laughs> and no, that's like if we were brothers and it was like that, we were always going to talk trash. Yeah, yeah. I would yeah, never yeah. let y'all hear the end of that. Like, like bro. the Diggs brothers, I think that's real cool though. How yeah. you can line up across your brother and play against him. That'd yeah. be that'd be a blessing, bro. Yeah. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. So the transfer portal has been in the news lately, just like it has the past few years, but it seems like it's been a lot this year with um, just like the amount of people that have transferred and people like Tyron Matthew has uh, chimed in. He said, um, he tweeted out, I hate the transfer portal. I sat behind Patrick Peterson, Morris Claiborne, and I loved it. Made me hustle harder, work harder, push me to greatness. So obviously that's somebody that I think we would all look up to. And he has his thoughts about the transfer portal. So you guys are Agree with that. Understand what he's saying. Like disagree. Want to slap him? Where you at? Uh, <laughs> you want to slap him? <laughs> okay, I personally go first. I'll, oh, yeah, I'll go yeah. first. I'll say, um, yeah, I, what he's saying makes sense. It makes sense. But at the same time, I feel like everybody's situation is, is different. It's unique. Also, LSU, I know from their program history, I know it was kind of like a sit and wait your turn thing, kind of like how Bama does does their a lot of their positions and things like that. I mean, he's right, though. Like, sitting behind people, um, seeing other people play, like, it does make you hustle harder. It does make you have a little more of an edge to you as far as, like, working and doing all the things and stuff like that. But I feel like at the same time, like, I don't think I don't think that goes away by transferring at all. Like, if anything, I'm just going to bring it to my next school. I'm going to start there, you know what I'm saying, rather mm-hmm. than having to build up to it and having to see and having to, to have that happen to me in order to – have to work harder you see what i'm saying like it would just be one of those things where i just bring it to my next school and start there 
I can see what he's saying though. Like I can see in some situations where it's like a kid was there for half a semester, a, a year, and like you you could apply more pressure to the situation. You could apply more effort to the situation, and but instead you transfer it. I can see him probably thinking of it like that, but um, I definitely do think everybody's situation is unique. So it's my two cents. I don't. I wouldn't say I necessarily agree with that, but I do see. Like for your for your situation, yeah. for example, I see the reasons why and why the pros will outweigh the cons to leave. But there's certain situations and we've all seen it even here where someone jumps the ship too early because their head was pumped being four or five star number one player, wherever, and they get here and they don't get that instant gratification that they were looking for and they don't get that praise that the coaches pump their heads to get them to the school. And then it all falls through because they aren't as ambitious. They aren't the person that they were in high school when they were grinding, when no one was looking. Yeah. And then that all leaves when they come to college. And then um, thinking back, I honestly would agree with, with Tyron Matthews' uh, position on this because think about, like, think about before the transfer portal or when you had to sit and wait and all that stuff. There's probably so many people back, like, 07, 010, 011 that – we didn't even get to see the play, but Holly could have went to another school and shine and be, became like a draft pick or something like that. There's probably so many players that just sat and just didn't get their opportunity at the school that they were at, and they didn't want to transfer because they were at the city year, but right. could be like superstars. You know what I mean? So, so you saying you you disagree? You don't? No, I, I do agree. I, I agree with Tyra Matthews because. It worked out for him, but there's some there's some players that didn't work out for. I don't agree with the transfer portal <laughs> for the sake that it may like not allow people to like work hard. I guess in yeah. essence, but I do see why the transfer portal could be a good thing because there's again back in the day there's probably so many people who didn't even get the opportunity to transfer, but they sat around sat behind like great players and right. just like what if Tyron Matthews didn't get his opportunity? He would have sat and then. We wouldn't never know who Tyron Matthews is, right? But that's why I do agree with it. But there's some like pushback when I would feel like, bro, like just wait your turn, bro. Just work hard. You know what I mean? Exactly. So yeah, I'm gonna look at it a little bit from like the free agency aspect. Um, that angle, I think it's interesting how that, like Caleb Williams, Oklahoma transfer. He the process he's doing to decide his school is way different than it used to be. Like before NIL stuff came out, like he's thinking about. Like already thinking about, well, all right, I'm gonna go there for like a year, then I'm gonna NFL, right? So that's different than before. Then he's like already thinking about NIL money, and that's also different. Like you, you, in the past, you would transfer to play, you wouldn't transfer for money, yeah. and so I think that has taken away a big part of the game because only certain schools can offer certain amounts of money that would like qual- qualify you or get you into the room with like a guy like Caleb Williams or that. And so I think that's interesting. I don't love that. I really don't. I think now do guys ever get paid for their, their name, image, and likeness? Yeah, definitely. And I think Caleb Williams earned that. But you take away colleges and teams, like their ability to get guys like that if it's all based around NIL money and all that. So it's starting to look like free, like NFL free agency, right? Like I'm going to transfer and yeah. get the best. So I don't like that, but I don't know what the solution for that is. I was going to actually say the same thing. Like I agree with – the transporter, like not every kid's just transferring because they give up. Like it's not that simple. Like either maybe you don't like the school, maybe you don't like the environment, maybe you don't have a good relationship with the coaches, whatever. And there's always reasons for you to transfer besides the shallow ones that everybody thinks is the real reason. 
But in terms of like, I think you can become a slippery slope, like slope, like you said, Connor, with NIL and the transfer portal, because from like a player perspective, like if you were to transfer somewhere for say a million dollars and it's public knowledge, like you get there and dudes on the team are looking at you like, obviously we're not getting that money. Yeah. So you came here, you're already Hollywood in their eyes, whether you are or not. And it could cause like a rift in that point and uh, maybe just cause you to transfer again. So I think it can become like a repetitive cycle. And like, it's funny when teams say like, or when programs say like, we need to get some boosters to get some money together for NIL. Is that really like NIL? Is that, yeah. or are you just right. trying to pay They're players? Trying to buy a player. Yeah. Right. Somebody said Texas AM this year had the best recruiting class in the history of like recruiting. Mm-hmm. And they also have the most means of boosters like with all the Texas oil money to gather money to give these kids money, but it's all legal. They spent so it's like $30 at what million point, dollars on the recruiting yeah, class. It's Are you ridiculous? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to go what? Seven and four? <laughs> we'll see. I don't know. Well, I don't like I don't like how it looks. We'll see. We'll see. It, I think it just shines a bad light on the transfer portal and just like takes it away from people who are actually trying to do better by themselves. And it shines a bad light on NIL because Overall, yeah. I think NIL is a very good thing. Like we wouldn't be, well, we wouldn't do this without NIL. And NIL, on it all, it, um, Colin. Like <laughs> it adds a lot of opportunities to us, yeah. and that can help our, us, our families, or even even just fun money. But it takes away from that in a yeah. way. So I don't know. It's kind of kind of weird. I think NIL is, is a good place. It just currently is like the wild west. Yeah, anything goes. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. we'll see. So we're moving on to outside the garage. And the question this today is, what do you think is more nerve wracking or has the most pressure, NFL combine or performing your first surgery? Like the prep leading up to it or just the combine itself? Like the event? Like, I would say just like everything. Yeah. Do everything. Like what Kyle's going through and the combine. Okay. So like that could be stressful itself. The- no, no, no. I'm talking about combine prep and the combine gotcha, itself. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. I don't know. The surgery? On what? Uh, like an ACL surgery? Sure. Yeah. Sure. Any surgery. I mean, any surgery can be. Any surgery. Well, yeah, we'll say ACL. We'll say that. Just yeah. Cause, not, just because I, I don't, you know, <laughs> I just don't, you know. Um, I don't know, man. I might say, <laughs> I might say a surgery, bro. I feel like prep, well, I don't know. Prep, maybe prep because it's all over a long duration, like few few weeks, months, you know what I'm saying? But if it was just specifically the one combine day, probably what I'd be telling myself during that is like, yeah, there's a lot of people here. It's a lot of, it's high stakes. Like this is my career I'm, I'm doing this for. But at the end of the day, it's like, I've been doing this since I was five. A yeah. surgery, say I had all the training, I still would be like, it's my very first one. If I mess it up, I can mess up somebody's whole life. For like, for, you know what I'm saying? Like as far as like physically for the rest of their life, like, yeah, probably, I'll probably do surgery, bro, honestly. I think I would say, because you said you could mess up someone's life by surgery, but theoretically speaking, the combine, you could it could change the trajectory of someone's career. Your own life. Your PBO, own. positive vibes. Yeah. <laughs> so, PBO, that, yeah. positive I'm, vibes only. I might say uh, surgery just because of the possible, I don't know, there's like malpractice involved. There's like all the training for that. You could mess it up, but like you don't know. But you do have like people around you, like surrounding physicians. Like you're not going to be by yourself for the first surgery. Combine, you're by yourself, right? Everyone's watching you. So I would say surgery, but I understand both arguments here. I'm going to draft prep because in 
one of my leading arguments was what Connor said. Your first surgery, you have people around you. There's more of a like, it's, it's more, everything's more calculated. Mm. Like the, I'm not saying that the risk of you messing up is lower or higher, but everything's more calculated. Everything's more looked at by other people. You have mm. a team with you. Mm. NFL prep, I mean, you have a team with you prepping, but that day, that's like kind of life or death situation. Like this is the day that can mess up your career. This is the day that you can make $30 million versus 300K, you know what I mean? So that's very stressful on yourself. I feel like as a team, Surgery could be more stressful because everybody has to give their input for that to go successful. Yeah, but I feel like I don't know. That's probably NFL draft prep is probably one of the most stressful things that you can go through because you just gotta. That's you're going from college to this yourself. Right, it's take care of yourself. Everything's on you, and this is whether or not your life is going to be successful right now or not. So it's true, Kyle. Uh, <laughs> I would say I would say in a non-biased way the combine. Because surgery is like, even I'm sure everybody's nervous for the first surgery, and I'm sure that most of them go well, but like, you're gonna have hopefully hundreds of surgeries that you perform throughout your career. Like, you only get one shot at the combine, mm-hmm. and like, uh, you have to interview with all these teams who are just trying to get you to slip up and just looking for a way to not draft you pretty much. And like, another thing, like, once you're actually working out, like, it's televised all over the world, you're not like watching, like, Connor Raddick and performed first ACL surgery. And everybody's like, mm, that's bad. That's a bad cut right there. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, like scrutinized like that. Like, you're literally watching, like, dudes who have worked up to this moment, like, their whole life. Just put everything out there. And, like, there's a hundred other people trying to do the same things. So, like, yeah. imagine, like, you're in a room performing ACL surgery and you're just looking around. Big ass, like, everybody else. Everybody, everybody, everybody else. Is yeah. 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 That's you're a like, good point, dang. though. Yeah, that's a good like, point because I feel like even on draft day, like when you get drafted, yeah. feel, you feel you just feel like everybody in the world is waiting for that one slip up, like Larry Tutsil. Mm-hmm. Like once that happened, that was more talked about than probably Larry Tutsil's career that day, which is actually going. He's had a great, well. he's had a great exactly. career, exactly, too. very well. Yeah. So, and people are still talking about it to this to this day, and I don't even know what Larry Tutsil's done in the NFL, but I remember yeah. that. Right, so yeah. everybody's going to mm-hmm. remember. The one moment you mess up, and that's probably the most stressful thing. Yeah, I'm gonna change my answer to the combine. I think, <laughs> combine. I, I think, I think it's a good point. What you said, Kyle, is, is there's a lot more guys there. Everyone's watching you specifically, and you do it one time. You know, surgery you do a lot. So, but like to the surgery's point, if I mess up, I mean, obviously I'm affecting my family and stuff like that. But like, if I mess up this person's surgery, who I I've gotten to know like through the course of like the rehab or whatever. This is a whole nother person's life that I'm affecting. So like mm. if I yeah. like they'll hold that against me or something like that. But I would say combine. Could always do another surgery too. <laughs> Depending on how, how well, bad it goes. Yeah. <laughs> True. I guess combine. I mean, I guess it yeah. has to be. I mean, it's like, you, got uh, me, you got me when you said a hundred other people doing surgery, and I'm just like, yeah, yeah, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah definitely. It's like you doing an ACL surgery, you wake up, no no foot. It's like, what the? I thought we were good. Or you wake up in the middle of the surgery, like, what's happening? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, that's crazy. Uh, that's yeah. funny. Yeah. All right, so we're going to wrap it up there. Appreciate y'all listening. Again, we'll um, this will be released on Monday. We'll release another one Thursday. So stay tuned. Uh, we'll hopefully have some good content for y'all. But appreciate y'all. So appreciate y'all. Appreciate it.
this is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, guys. You know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.